talk to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Podcast, episode 008. I'm always worried that I'm gonna uh, like when we get to like double digits that I'm gonna be like episode zero zero. This is, I didn't and think then, about that. Then there's gonna be pressure for us to like be over a thousand episodes. <laughs> Anyways, I am one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host Brian. Brian, how are you this week? I'm okay. I'm sad to be back here in Ohio just because I was in Florida for a week seeing my mom. Warm, nice, but uh, but I'm excited to record. Yeah. Um. So we have a lot of cool stuff planned for this episode we have oh, as always we're going to talk about what we watched this week we've got a lot of good stuff three billboards we'll get into all that later um and then as part of our classic review we're going to be talking about evil dead we're kind of going to be talking about like the whole franchise uh ash versus evil dead has a season three that's going to be releasing at the end of this month so brian and i went back we watched some of the older ones watched the remake yada yada and then uh again as always we'll talk about what's upcoming what's releasing this friday and uh what our thoughts and everything are with that so, without further ado, Brian, what did you watch this week? Well, before we get into that, I have a little surprise for you. All right. Um, you know, I love surprises. Everybody does. Uh, so, like I said, I was in Florida. So I was thinking, what could I do that's fun, Florida-themed, movie-related? So I'm actually, I'm going to ask you, and we're going to see, you probably don't know, because I don't think I would know, but maybe you'll get lucky. I'm going to give you two movies. You tell me which one of these movies was actually filmed in Florida. Okay. All right. All right, so we're going to start off. Which of these movies was filmed in Florida? Was Jaws filmed in Florida or Creature from the Black Lagoon? Oh, shit. Well, was it? Where, wait, where does Jaws take place? Couldn't tell you. I was thinking it was on the. I was thinking it was on the Pacific. Hey, but hey, I don't know where they filmed it. You know. That's true. <clears throat> it's hard to not pick Jaws. You, you know got, what I mean? You got two water movies, so it's like. It's... Yeah, I know. Jaws. Jaws is coming. I think it's Jaws. That was filmed in Florida. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. It is Creature from the Black Lagoon. It is creature. Oh man! Did you know? Did you find this out while you were there? No, I didn't. Nope. Oh. Maybe huh. maybe an hour ago. Thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Pair number two. Which of these was filmed in Florida? GI Jane or GI Joe? Oh well. Um, shit! I can't like think. I can't picture either. Wait. Okay. GI Joe. This is the one that just released. Like. Right. In the last. Okay. I can honestly, like, I can only remember G.I. Jane from, like, ads on TNT. Like, I guess G.I. Joe? Ooh, I'm sorry. Florida hates men. It's G.I. Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm on a hot streak right now. You are. Okay, just a couple more here. Um, Okay. So, which of these two is filmed in Florida? Magic Mike or Striptease? I think that's what it's called with the Memoir. Oh, Okay. I'm gonna okay. That's gotta be Magic Mike. Yeah, I feel like I almost gave that away. All right, but it was it was indeed Magic Mike. Specifically, I think Miami. I don't know. There are only like two cities. Okay, really. see, I've never even seen the movie. Maybe I've seen like bits and pieces. It was on in the background, but I like Miami was the first thing that came. Miami. To mind. That's it was, like funny. it has to take place in Miami. That's funny. Okay, Spring Break or Spring Breakers? Which one of these was filmed in Florida? Oh shit! Spring Breakers. 
Ooh, I'm sorry. It was both. Tricked ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tur- turns out when you do spring break, it's always in Florida. Oh, I mean, that's fair. Miami? <laughs> uh, yes, I think, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it, but I'm going to do a bonus one, just the last one for the bonus. Which of these was filmed in Florida? Was it Coast to Coast or Jaws 2? All right. I messed up the first time around, but I feel like it's jo- it's definitely Jaws 2. It is definitely Jaws 2. I made up Coast nice. to Coast. All right. Well... I got, I don't know. I mean, I still failed, but <laughs> I got a couple in there. You did. You got three out of five. That's not bad. One of them you couldn't <laughs> have got wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all I have for, was this filmed in Florida? Florida Was this filmed in Florida? <laughs> Join us next week for maybe like one or two other questions. Did you, so wait, how did you, did you Google like movies filmed in Florida? Or? I, d- I did. Oh, okay. There's I was just trying to think of how you, like, how you... Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like, locations... It, it's really weird. I mean, like, Florida's a good example, but it's weird when movies are filmed, like, in, like, a, just an insane location compared to where, like, you know, you picture the setting. Right, I know. I know what you mean. Like, okay, when we when we get into Evil Dead, I've got some cool <laughs> stuff I want to talk about that's kind of related to this. Ooh, okay. But I'm going to save it. All right. All right. So, anyways, what did you watch this week, and was it filmed in Florida? <laughs> that I'm not. I couldn't tell you that second part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but to start us off, uh, it's, we usually start with TV shows, or we typically do. I watched. I finished watching Atypical because I had started a while ago. Um, uh-huh. And you and you've seen this, right? All of it. Yeah. It's funny. One of the initial reactions to the show was that just that it ended i didn't realize it's only like eight episodes yeah yeah and so i was like oh it's like it's over now so i was a little sad but like what'd you yeah, think about it i was i i really liked it and i i definitely felt the same way i i was expecting you know like a 20 episode season or something mm-hmm. like that and and was like just like you said it was just like oh shit that that's the end right that's it so but so i'm excited for season two i guess because i did i liked it um yeah it's good um what's it how do you pronounce the guy is it like here or I, how do you say his first name the, the guy that the kid plays oh, sam honestly i don't know i, know it's I just Gil always Christ. refer to him as like the the kid from us and tara and it follows him paul from it follows yeah um but he does he does a good job i like him a lot yeah I, I like him and it's it's cool that we're now seeing some shows that really like that have an autistic main character you know not that like not to be like that every that guy that says everybody needs to be represented in every way in 2018 but like it's just it's cool that you know there's an autistic main character in this and i don't know if you've heard or seen the good doctor which i i haven't seen it but i mean i've heard i've heard good things he's it's actually my mom likes it it's kind of it's like wholesome and cheesy but i I like kind of too right it's he's like an autistic surgeon in that uh he's like got savant syndrome anyway so it's cool to just see shows like this that are popping up now and one yeah it definitely yeah Sorry, go ahead. No, I, well, I was just going to say, like, one thing about that, though, is that it's cool that, it, for atypical, that it doesn't make the whole show about it, though. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. I think it's, it, like you said, it's cool that we're starting to get shows like that because it, it presents, like, totally different dynamics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It may, Like, the show has, a like, a, I don't know, just a different feel to it because of, I don't know, trying to put, put yourself in all these characters' shoes. Like, yeah. Like I said, it's just a really different dynamic than, than a lot of shows that are, you know, that we've seen in the past. Yeah, exactly. 
so it's cool, fresh. Um, I we had already we talked about Jennifer Jason Lee Lay, yeah, as the mom. But wow, her character's a bitch, huh? Yeah. But like, do you end up, I, I, do you get it though? Like, do you do you sympathize with her, or is she just like a bitch to you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't sympathize. I'm like a very, <laughs> I'm like a very old school. They come. I'm like, no, you cannot. This is unacceptable behavior. <laughs> yeah, that's no. <laughs> me and my girlfriend were, were the same. We're like, ooh, cause we watch it together, and it's just like, no. What? And she just she just kept going back for more. Yeah. <laughs> so that was sad. Michael Rappaport, because I mentioned how I liked him, and he's the one yeah. getting fucked but not in a good way so right but, but uh and he, he's got a whole dynamic like like i said like they, the whole show isn't necessarily about S- sam's his name right that sounds terrible but I'm yeah getting his name yep. um because sean's the name of the good doctor so i always confuse them but it's cool that oh. that so much the sister has her own arc the mom has her own problems and and obviously the dad deals with sam in his own way so it's cool right to see, right see yeah. all that mixed in yeah and they definitely like that was a uh nice little cliffhanger there at the end yeah where he finds out what's happening yeah then the way he finds out she said she left a subtle message or something on the board yeah and it's like yeah it says like stop screwing the bartender yeah what is it screwing or is it uh, i don't know I, what it I, is but I, yeah I that's 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 funny. But i just remember i just remember like my jaw literally dropped <laughs> that's like, great oh shit um <laughs> the last thing i want to say about it is i guess I don't, i'm not sure how i feel about Paige. like if i'm a big if i think Paige is good for sam or if i think like if i'm supposed to think that that's not what he needs but i guess he likes her too right so it's that's the is that the therapist or no the, that's the girl the weird girlfriend oh okay the weird girlfriend so i i don't know i i know what you mean like like not knowing if she's good for him or not mm-hmm. i like i like her character a lot like i think that she kind of like i don't know I, I like her character a lot i do too and the whole time i couldn't think that she wasn't kimmy from full house is that the girl's name right she, she looks just like her yeah she does <laughs> like and just, she's like has like a very bubbly yeah. like, attitude and just kind of yeah <laughs> so yeah atypical though I, I i liked it yeah definitely looking forward to a season two yeah me too what did you watch this week? What do you want to start off with? Um, oh, I want to start off with Mom and Dad. So we talked oh. about Mom and Dad, like, a while back when the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I, it's a shorter movie. That's why I decided to watch it, because it's only, like, an hour and 20 minutes, and I didn't have time to get into something longer. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll watch it. So I caught it uh, just because it was shorter, and I, this movie was so... It was just as... No. It was more fucking weird than i thought it was when we talked about the trailer and everything it is like first of all i don't recommend it i don't recommend watching it it was it was a waste of time okay that's um (laughs) yeah you can um you can find on youtube you can find the scene where nicholas cage is like seeing the hokey pokey and freaking out that's honestly that's all you need to see but like that scene is really funny but it's it's just a super weird movie with no ending like it's a mo- it's one of those movies that just ends oh um and there was there was like nothing before like the sudden ending so it was just basically the movie starts out the kids go to school um parents start like freaking out and like trying to kill their children and the kids make it back to their house Spo- spoilers everybody spoilers <laughs> The kids make it back to their house. The mom and dad make it back to their house. There's, like, a couple flashbacks to when, like, the mom and dad were younger. They don't, like, I, th- I don't know if they were supposed to add to the story or not, but they don't. 
and then the mom and dad like the, the mom and dad are trying to kill the kids and whatever that happens all through the night and then the morning comes and the mom and dad are talking and the, like it just ends so there's so no like, explanation for like why that was happening like we don't no. know nope that's... unless i totally missed something uh-huh. which could have been because i definitely tuned out for, for quite a bit of it <laughs> but um yeah there's like no explanation there's nothing that's weird so this movie just doesn't pay off like it there i mean it just no there's nothing no, yeah that's there's sad. like there's very few movies that i say like just don't even bother watching this movie and this is one this of is them. one of them i mean do you think they just wanted to make a movie where nicholas cage like can almost be the meme that he now has become and it's yeah <laughs> yeah because like one of or maybe even a couple of his like the flashback scenes are just it's just like a two-minute meme it's not you know what i mean like it that's why i say like it doesn't add to the story like it's just a bizarre conversation he was having with another character huh so don't so, recommend so don't don't watch mom and dad nope who it's who's the girl in it the, the mom i forget her name i can't think of her name i all i remember is from hellboy and uh, i really like oh, her oh yeah she is in that yeah i like her too some other stuff but yeah. i need to start like writing down these names well i guess i didn't think about this but like was she i mean was she decent what is she like as a crazy person we know what nick cage is like well her character is like the she's she starts out like it hasn't turned for the majority of the movie and then eventually does mm. again no no character arc there no nothing yeah like and so she like i liked her character towards the beginning when she wasn't turning because i thought like oh maybe she'll be the one like she'll figure out what the fuck's going on uh-huh and then like she turns and, uh, and that's it nothing <laughs> okay i'm gonna force <laughs> you to, to give me one good redeeming quality about this movie then all right, not a not a not a good good quality. Well, all right, I'll try my best. There is a wild wild scene where this woman has a baby. The mom's character is a is a doctor. This woman has a baby on this day while all this thing crazy shit's going oh, on. Oh god. And then immediately tries to strangle her baby. I was going to say like, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like newborn infant. And it's not it's not graphic, but it's super disturbing. Oh, I mean, just the idea of that is <laughs> yeah. very... Yeah, and I was, like, just cringing for a whole two minutes, like, oh, my God, is this, like, am I about to see this? Right. Like, like, I didn't know if I could even handle that. Yeah, for and real. So, that's why I say, it's not, it's not graphic, but it's, it's super disturbing. That's, like, a perfect example of one of those things in a movie where the movie creates this universe or whatever and and it's just one of those things where you never even think of if maybe it hadn't if somebody doesn't mention it after the movie or if you don't see it on screen for example like just the purge world just a number of things that you don't you know you like don't think about what's happening or what could be happening the re- the repercussions of right, you know right, the right, virus right. or whatever until maybe you like something like that but so that, i mean that's an example of like wow everybody's trying to kill their kid like in, in, until somebody had said it or you said it i wouldn't have thought of like what about newborns like right, right as you right. have them oh god that's fucked yeah <laughs> yeah so it was i don't know it was really it was just a movie that i think was going like just trying to be super edgy and it was but it sucked yeah that sucks um tell me you watched something better this week Okay, maybe a little bit better, but just as bizarre, certainly. I watched The Lobster. Oh, that's right, that's right. I forgot, we were, like, texting as we were watching this. Oh, God, it's just so weird. 
and then you watch the one scene. Do you know, like, the premise of the movie? Like, what the idea is? Okay, so... I know it's, like, in a... Like, it's a, like, dystopian future, and... I, I don't understand, like, the correlation. Like, people, you either choose one thing or you choose to become an animal. Is that... Um, kind of. I really want you to watch this movie. And, okay. But I, don't, but I don't know. I guess if you just aren't going to, you can also just say that. But I... Because I, I don't want to get too much into it. But I guess I can just tell you the premise. That's not going to spoil anything. Like, essentially, okay. in this world, it seems like... They're sort of taking, like, the uh, the director or whoever the writer is taking a satirical approach to like what dating has become or like the the pressures of society to be in a relationship sort of okay so like the cops more or less arrest you if you're single kind of you're and you're and i guess so people like submit themselves to these like i don't know groups or whatever these like companies that try to in this movie in this movie for example this like company is manages this hotel resort or whatever where you go to find somebody to pair with even if you don't necessarily love them i guess i don't know somebody to pair with or you get turned into the animal of your choice okay I that's see. what it is and, okay. and so the title of the lobster comes from colin farrell's animal choice uh-huh. which it's funny because like i i don't even i don't know where to start with this movie it's 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 so weird. Well, I noticed. I noticed when you first started, you said it seems as if when you were telling me like the description. So I, I, I know it's very confusing, but I'm guessing it's even more than I'm already like thinking, as far as like confusing as you know, like it's it even, it gets even weirder in the second half of the movie. Really? Because it, it it completely changes courses, and. I, along with, from what I can tell, a lot of other people don't, we don't like the second half of the movie. Um, and it's just not, it's it's not only not as good, but it seems pointless, especially compared to the first half of the movie. Um, okay. I don't know. It There's a narrator, there's a female narrator of the whole movie who's Rachel Weisz, like the actress. And, oh, okay. And I like her. So you hear her voice, but you don't meet her until the second half of the movie, which it's like... It's like this movie is trying to be a mix between, like, Wes Anderson and, like, David Lynch and, like, somebody else because it's bizarre, but it's really dry, and it's, like... Right, that's totally what the trailer looks like. Yeah, it's straightforward. Like you said, yeah, like a Wes Anderson, yeah. But, like, I don't know, I guess the reason I said Lynch is because it's also, like, like graphically weird sometimes. But I guess it's oh, not really? necessarily his style. Like, there's a part where a woman... I don't want to spoil it again, but it, this isn't really a spoiler to the story. Like, there's a scene where a woman throws herself off out of the hotel, and they just uh-huh. have a shot of her dying, screaming body from above for, oh. like, a good two minutes. And it kind of oh, pans God. away from it. And it's not... You're kind of just, like... You're not really sickened as much as just, like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. And then, like, Colin Farrell's character comes up to the woman that he's trying to impress, and this woman's a psychopath, so he's like, I hope her screams don't bother me when I'm trying to sleep tonight. And everything's like just delivered in that dry way. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually, Colin Farrell's fucking hilarious in this movie. Even just he, <laughs> he I, I love Colin Farrell. Do you? Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. He, uh, I like. I I actually wrote down I loved Colin Farrell like here. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. So this movie, it's got a lot of cool actors and actresses in it, like John C. Riley and Alyssa from End of the Fucking World, and I'd mentioned Maggie from Extras. 
um, and stuff like that. So it's got cool people in it. They all do a good job. But like I said, the di the dialogue itself and the delivery, everything's super dry and straightforward. Like it kind of it's it's kind of the if you watch the the movie, I recommend watching it as like you're watching a two hour long awkward first date or something because that's kind <laughs> of like what it's okay. for. I mean, does that make yeah. sense? Like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's trying to make these connections off like this one thing, like this guy fakes having bloody noses because the girl that he's trying to impress has bloody noses randomly and that's like literally why they pair up because like they have that in common oh i see <laughs> um okay so yeah i know i i asked you this in a text but i i just wanted to have it on here for anyone that's like super curious and about this movie um it's very weird it's very bizarre but you were able to follow it right yes you you can follow the, the plot pretty much um okay wait what did i i wrote down something related to this i think um oh i almost didn't finish this movie like I, oh really like wow. I, I almost didn't want to because yeah once it transitions into that second half i was already so weirded out by the first half yeah but i was but i stayed with it but, yeah but then when the second half comes and they're he's no longer at the resort i won't get into this too much but he's just he's at a completely <laughs> different place and stuff and it's just like it, it, it kind of just drags at that point really yeah so i don't know like i don't i don't necessarily recommend people go see this but at the same time like i want you to see it like i want people to see it because of how weird it is but i don't think i recommend right, it as right. a good movie <laughs> yeah yeah i know what you're saying <laughs> so so it was what it was <laughs> there's there's also this one scene where like the psychopath that colin farrell likes she his brother has turned into a dog that he has by he takes to the resort with him it's really funny again everything's so dry so he's like this is my brother and it's like a collie it's like a border <laughs> collie that he's with him uh -huh. he wakes up one morning and she's like i kicked your brother to death he's like okay and she's like he made these weird noises he was like mm, mm. and she does these like dog dying noises with like this blank stare on her face for like 30 seconds and you're like my god this is horrifying and her legs all bloody from kicking the dog to death and then Col Col yeah the yep. then colin farrell walks into the bathroom i'm sorry i told you to see this and i totally <laughs> fucking no i don't care it's not, look sometimes i will like read the wikipedia of the plot like i do that too i, see a movie. I do that horrible um, but he goes, then he goes into the bathroom. He sees his dead brother, the dead dog. It's all bloody. And he just, he like starts crying. She comes in. She's like, are you crying? He's like, no, I'm just washing my face. And she slaps him because he's lying. And I don't know. Then they go apart. Anyway, oh my it's, it's weird. It's kind of horrifying. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, right. And right. I didn't get around. It makes me go. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it makes me super curious what killing of a sacred deer is like. So I so I didn't I didn't get around I just didn't get to it just wasn't working so I didn't get to watch yeah. that but it's apparently it's not like like I looked did, did you look up the, the plot for that like it's Colin Farrell yeah, is a different <laughs> character so I didn't I didn't read right. the whole plot I just know that it's Colin Farrell is like a surgeon right I think uh yeah it's not, yeah it's, I think that's right I don't know how it connects to Lobster I just know that I really wanted to watch Deer too and my girlfriend definitely didn't after watching the second half of Lobster with me <laughs> yeah so anyway so I watched that it was weird. <laughs> So we've watched a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff. Yes. We have more weird stuff to talk about too. Let me. Okay, so I've got one that's not weird. I watched uh, the first half of season one of Friends from College. It's streaming on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it or seen the. It's like uh, Ke uh, oh, Ke um, I, Ke uh, Keegan from, Michael Keegan Key. Peele. Yeah. Yes. I think it is Keegan Mike and Key. Yeah. Ke or, I, no, it's you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Everybody should. <laughs> um him and 
Wow, the other girl from How I Met Your Mother. Her name is Colby Smolders. Yes. And, uh, like, Fred Savage, which I thought was really Hilarious. weird. That he shows up. Billy, but, Billy um, Eichner's gay lover. Yeah. Uh, wait, so you've seen it? I have seen, like, the first... I have seen up until where the cheating gets too much because my girlfriend hated it and we couldn't watch it anymore. Oh, did you like it? Actually, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I thought it... I thought it was, like... It, okay, this is kind of how I would, like, pitch it to someone or how I would describe it. it it's a show that, like, if you... It, if you're in a couple and you guys always watch shows together, this would be a pretty solid choice, like, that both parties will probably enjoy. I don't think it, that it's, like, over the top on the comedy or over the top on the drama, uh, drama but it's it's entertaining enough, yeah. I guess. Um, I don't, I didn't feel like there was anything, like, spectacular about it. Like, I'm gonna finish season one. I just, you know, I, I watched, I think, the fourth episode last night. Okay, but, so um, you're not, yeah. like, too far. No, no. So I didn't think it was anything, like, spectacular, but it was enjoyable. How much do they have out so far? I think just it? one season. I think it's eight episodes also. Okay, because I knew it came out, like, not super long ago, but I didn't know if it had been, like, a year yet to where they do a second season or... No, I think it's just been a few months. Oh, really? It's that recent? Yeah. Oh, okay. I must it's have not... literally watched it when it first came out. Maybe I know it's less than six months. Okay, then six yeah, six tops. I, I, I watched it when I first came out. I must have, but yeah, it's the cast is great. Yeah. Um, okay, we got some. Did you have anything else that, that I didn't also watch? No, not that we both didn't end up watching this week. Okay, so we have two like bigger ones. I don't know which one you want to dive into first. I have a lot to say about both. I think they're so different. It's yeah. You go ahead. Just they are pick so a, different. Pick one. We'll do it. Let's go with three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Um, the first thing I just want to say is that I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. I didn't think that I wouldn't. I didn't think that you know I would have, but it just. I already had a high expectation, and it even blew that over the top. Like, if, and most notably to me was sam rockwell because yes. i didn't expect him to be at, to play as great of a character as he did yes and honestly even woody harrelson like he has such a short amount of screen time mm-hmm. but he was still like i i loved his character he did really good too and for and you know francis mcdormand like i think i i already knew that she, I mean, she won an award like before I even saw the movie. Right. So I knew that she was gonna do really well, and she did. Like she did an amazing job. Um, She's one like, of my favorites just, since far ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just um, like I said, with Sam Rockwell and and Woody Harrelson, I didn't expect mm-hmm. them to play as great of characters as they did. Yeah, for real, they both killed it. What do, What do you give this movie out of ten? And don't think that a ten has to be like the the Citizen Kane like level like just if you if you right, love right. this movie so what do you give it out of ten? Damn, it's up there. Like I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of what would even set it back. You know what I mean? From from being like ten out of ten, there. Yeah, yeah. I almost felt the same way, and then like I usually do, I get online, I see what people think, and there are a few things kind of pointed out that were very minor, but people seem to really not like. And I was like, maybe some of these are legit. I'm still thinking like a nine, but I think I'm gonna cop out and be a bitch and say eight point five out of ten for me. <laughs> all right, well lay 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 all the negativity on me. I want to hear this because well, there wasn't too much. Of- um, a few of the things were like like really minor, but I don't know. Um, 
Abby Cornish's accent, and literally she's just the wife of Woody Harrelson. It's not even a, like it's nothing to the plot, but her accent was weird and random and inconsistent, which is like nothing. And yeah, then, I can totally see that, but I think she had like three lines. Seriously, I saw <laughs> yeah. people complaining about that because of course, and then like a lot of people hated the Francis's ex's girlfriend, and I actually thought she was kind of charming in the movie. I actually like. Oh yeah. I actually thought that for once it wasn't like it's stupid side character that just like took away and was like really lame like, i actually kind of liked her yeah me too because i thought she was kind of like anti-francis yeah McDonald. exactly you know, like, she's like this yeah like this this younger like cute girl it's like polite um but also not she wasn't like so stereotypically like young dumb blonde girl that's you know like the girlfriend of her ex right i thought you know it was I mean? a she good balance like, so of like yeah like she wasn't like i like that they didn't turn her super nasty like not knowing Francis who she was like just because she was dating whoever that she was mean you know that she just was like herself or whatever and she right, and yeah. she wasn't like a bimbo like you said um and what there were there were a few like more like major things I think with like the plot that they oh and the CGI deer people hated oh I did see that I did see the CGI deer <laughs> but so, I don't... so minor things that wouldn't even make it not a 10 out of 10 honestly because it's nothing against the plot and the acting and you know yeah but I, I could see why that would bother people because it was like, you know, that was a pretty big scene. Right. And, but I don't know. I guess I, I didn't, I noticed it, but I didn't like pay much attention to it. Right. It's not gonna, who, who at that point is like, well, fuck this movie. Fucking CGI yeah. dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would put it in a nine. A nine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd probably go with the nine, honestly, too. Fuck everybody. It's a nine. Every time that I felt like, uh, that, that it was going to start to get too slow and it, it like immediately picked back up mm-hmm. um yeah i really liked it and i really i i liked the ending the ending was one that i like sat on for a while after it ended you know what i mean i was like do that's I, funny do i like this ending do i love this ending or am i not okay with it i wrote down ending question mark i it was one of the big things that i wanted you to tell i wanted to ask you about so it, yeah like, you kind of answered it like you're not sure how to feel still or did you did you land on how you felt i, I i'm still i'm not 100 percent sure i'm definitely leaning more towards like i'm in between like i liked it and and i loved it okay but i don't think it's fair for me to say like i loved it because you know i I feel like if that were the case, I would have felt that way right away. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely liked it, um, but it was just different. It wasn't what I expected. Right. Um, um, I, for those who were talking about three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and so and it's not going to spoil anything for either of us that have seen it. So spoiler alert that I'm going to say, um, but if you want to know what we're talking about and you don't really want to see it, like the ending is basically Francis McDormand's character teaming up with Sam Rockwell's character who plays a cop who got fired in the movie, and they're going to like another state, right? Like they're yeah, out of state, yeah. they're they're driving kind of far to go catch who they thought at one point was the person who who raped Francis's daughter's character, um, right? Or her daughter in the movie uh, while she was dying. They thought it was him, but it wasn't. But nonetheless, he's a rapist, and so they decide they're going to go kill him. And it, you know, it's a big moral judgment there. And the, and in the movie, they even leave it ambiguous, right? Right. Oh yeah. They they're not sure. They say let's decide when they, we get there, and that's like us. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's exactly. I think it's the last line of the movie. It's something about like we'll we'll decide on the way. Right, and so that's a big it's a big question. And along with that, I was wondering like because it goes hand in hand with I wanted to ask you how you felt about the ending. Like, would you even would you put up the billboards in the first place, and would you leave them up after Woody Harrelson's character kills himself? 
Yes, and yes. Okay. I thought, um... I, I, I liked... I liked her decision to stick with it, even after he died. Even after people were saying horrible things about her, mm-hmm. you know. And and oh god, that's what makes me love Woody Harrelson's character so much too. Is like in his letter. Yes. You know, he's almost like he even says like people are gonna be mad at you about you know about the billboard. People are gonna blame you because of the billboard. <laughs> and that's whatnot. your punishment. And, it's funny. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love and, that. And, yeah. So I I think that was I think that was the right choice like for their characters and and for me personally uh-huh. that, you know Oh um, Peter I don't Dinklage know about you the shot. What I was gonna say Peter Dinklage was I wanted to mention him as well Yeah yeah like coming in with the surprise clutch cameo He he was pretty good and just his one line where he goes I like cheesy things I'm gonna look for something <laughs> cheesy I I thought that was really funny when he says that <laughs> Yeah um, but I just forgot he was in it. what were you gonna say though. Oh, it's gonna, I don't know about you. I, I was, like, really taken by surprise by Woody Harrelson's uh, suicide. I was, too, which is it, – maybe it wasn't supposed to be, like – maybe it's silly on us to be yeah. surprised because I, I was. I was caught off guard as well. Yeah. I remember, like, when he – um, what, what, like, after the uh, – he's, like, with his wife and then he leaves her and, and, like, while he's, like, going to kill himself, I'm just thinking, like – what is he doing? You know, like I was like, he. I was just thinking, like, oh, he's up to something. Right. But, and then, and then, like I said, I was just blown away. Yeah. Well, so was As he. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a little. I think we're also not supposed to necessarily. I think, you know, we're not supposed to know right away. I guess or guess that because just a little hint that he's not. I mean, he goes, "It's your turn to feed the horses," and then, but he's like, "Okay, I'll do oh, it" yeah. or something. So it's like he kind of knew he was gonna end up doing it. But what if, what if she says, "Okay, I'll go feed them." whatever right so right we you know we kind of think about that but yeah and then boom uh and it but it's sad you know it's like not to get too much into it but as somebody who's like father died from that like and he he like knew what was going to happen and stuff it, it his letter like hearing that to his wife and stuff that was sad and it was sad that she kind of knew i think she heard the gunshot right it seemed like she did in the movie yeah. yeah and so that was sad because she she hears the gunshot sees the letter at that point we all know what's happening but right. his letter to her was nice. His letter to Sam Rockwell's character was nice and really like wholesome. But I keep using that word. But his letter to <laughs> Francis was I don't I forget her character. To, uh, but that was funny, like you said. So he, I I really liked his character too. Yeah. I always feel like, and I, and I don't want to I don't want to get like too extremely deep here. But I I always feel like obviously suicide is a huge like a huge thing that is so hard for me to wrap my head around and when it when it's done or put into the story of a movie it's always so it it can either be done really well or really like not cheesy but just poorly like Mm -hmm. not not um i don't know what i'm trying to say here I just the, the the way that this that like that I was watching this in this movie and he's written all these letters and, and all of these things like I don't know it just said a lot about the story and the characters um you know in 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 the writing mm-hmm. anyways <laughs> uh did you have anything else for the Rebo Awards um no it was, it was like you said it blew me away as well even with having high expectations I was like. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Oh, I, it's funny though because when uh, when we first see her go into the billboard company or whatever, and it's 
uh, I forget his actor's name. I knew it before, but it's, it's Jeremy oh, yeah. from Get Out, the guy that plays him, and the guy yeah. the guy that later Sam Rockwell tracking shot throws him out the window, which is really brutal. But yeah. uh, his character, at first glance, I was like, oh my god, it's, is that Danny from uh, Lady Bird? And I was like, oh no no no, that's Jeremy from Get Out. <laughs> and then lo and behold, you know, a minute later, who's on screen? It's Danny from Lady Bird because he plays the son. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that was funny. Side note though, that guy that's running the billboard company is having a hell of a year yeah between that and what was the other one uh american made mm-hmm. with uh tom cruise he's in he was in i liked him a lot i didn't see that i know he's in get out and he's in something else too oh yeah oh you didn't see american made no well i i won't get into it too much but i, I watched it this week i forgot to add it to the list <laughs> but um it's pretty good what's, that's that's all i have <laughs> wait what's that about tagline it's Tom Cruise. Okay, do you know the show Narcos on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's, there's an episode that's about this. It's a real-life story. Tom Cruise works for the CIA and the cartel. Boom. Oh. He's a pilot. Oh. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, it's like, it's a really good movie. You should definitely check it out. I might have to. Those, those booms got me. But honestly, that actually <laughs> sounds really interesting, so I probably will. <laughs> Um, all right, so we got one more big one. And this is one I'm, like, dying to know your thoughts because I don't think that we talked about this one beforehand at all. This is a big one, too. A monster, in fact. Literally. <laughs> the Cloverfield Paradox. Um, the Cloverfield Paradox. Hmm. All right, just a straight yes or no. Did you like this movie? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, that makes me happy. I did, too. But I have so I have like so many issues with this movie I that know. I say I liked. Well, <laughs> and that's you know you have like when it comes to multiverses, you have to take it for what it is. Yeah, and that's a lot of stuff that you kind of have to like throw caution to the wind about, I guess, or yeah, let your let your mind let your mind wander in a good way if you can to make yeah. things make sense. So. Something that I read a little while after watching the movie that gives me a totally different perspective. Um, like, 90% of the scenes that take place on Earth, or basically the whole multiverse thing, was added in at, like, the end. Because if you notice, like, in, in well, except with, like, just a few exceptions, they don't mention any of that, um, you know, the like the events of the other movies they don't mention that in space or on, you know on the on on the what, what i don't even remember what the ship's called the anyways um, they mentioned it so many times so i forget yeah anyways they don't they don't mention it on the ship because it was added in way later huh which i don't know like then that throw that gives me like a whole bunch of other questions wait i think i'm but, confused uh, so but, what what part was not i'm sorry what <laughs> maybe i'm i'm an idiot i think i'm like the part I, I so you're saying that the when they were filming the parts in space they like the parts on earth weren't like necessarily happening then or whatever like they they kind of added that in yeah basically like the whole like making all three movies one narrative uh-huh that didn't happen until like the to, till cloverfield paradox was nearly done so what are you saying that this wasn't necessarily always a 
Cloverfield movie, or it was still a Cloverfield movie, but not, but it didn't have. It it was it was still a Cloverfield movie in this like the same way that Ten Cloverfield Lane was the same. But they was yeah. It it was it was initially just another like movie in this Cloverfield like anthology, and then they went back and rewrote things to tie in Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay, I mean that makes sense. Does that make more sense? Do they re- do they? Do, how much do they tie in Ten Cloverfield Lane to this? Like, well, a- to this one, they he's at the very end. Um, I can't think of like her husband says these things. So that kind of leaves it open to either the things from Ten Cloverfield Lane, like the aliens. Or um, in Cloverfield, which I haven't seen, like, since it originally came out. Mm-hmm. Cloverfield had, like, there were, like, these, like, fucking spider things. Yeah, the that little, were really weird. little baby things. Yeah. So I don't know what he, if he's referring to that or the other. There's so much to think about in this movie. And, like, yeah, if you, if you try to think about what's happening and, like, like, if you try to put the movies in order or break up the movies, because you kind of have to break this one up because, like, things are happening... In different universes right. i don't know you try to put them like I've, i was like looking online and stuff and i'm trying to make sense of it like because we see i feel like this is just too much at this point trying to capitalize on you know the first movie was what it was and now it's like it's trying too hard to do the tie-ins and i totally agree so it's like with the whole debris falling from the sky because that was one of the main cool things is like when you see the thing fall in the first cloverfield in the background when uh-huh. they're on the ferris wheel yeah and that yeah. awakens the baby or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how that makes sense with this one. And, like, if you just take this movie for what it was, like, we both liked it, but it's probably yeah. the third, my third favorite Cloverfield film. I don't know how you feel about, in terms of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely my third favorite. I would have loved, I would have loved so much if they had every intention of making this tie into the other ones and it had all these separate universes and everything, but they didn't they didn't actually like throw that in your face right hey these are connected to cloverfield and possibly 10 cloverfield lane right if they would have just left it open like oh my god like that's that's the alternate universe i want to live in because (sighs) do you remember when cloverfield first came out it's been a while like all of the there was like all the buzz online and there was like People were taking pictures of, like, QR codes. And yeah. Like, hey, I scanned this QR code, and it led me to this website that was super weird, but it kind of talks about Cloverfield. Right. It was it was so, like, mysterious and so fucking cool. And so I think it, it would have been amazing if they would have had these things, you know, like you were saying, like, the debris falling from the sky. And, and I, I would have loved to have, like, seen that on the internet. Like, people speculating, like, oh, shit. In this Cloverfield movie, is it possible that it's connected? You know what I mean? You're right. Rather than the filmmaker saying, yep, it's connected. Right. It, it pissed me off so much, like, in that trailer that played during the Super Bowl, which was, like, the first trailer for the movie. I didn't see the trailer, and I was, yeah. Okay, so the trailer comes out, and it says, I don't remember what the first part is, but basically it says, see how, like, see how everything started. Oh. And it says Cloverfield Paradox, and I really hated that, but while i'm talking about this 
it i was like jumping up and down i was going insane when they showed this trailer and then it said streaming after the big game <laughs> that's crazy I was like, holy shit that's something i will definitely remember like more than the movie itself i'll just remember that because i thought that was really really cool i hope to see more of that from netflix like just like a surprise release mm-hmm. which netflix is kind of notorious for like they'll release a trailer on you on youtube and then it'll be like available february 20th and you're like oh shit that's like today i feel like that hasn't been that's like they've done that but it hasn't been done in a way that like with cloverfield it kind of fits in with their like already you know mysterious and weird advertising from before right but right. also it's like part of such a huge uh like not not huge trilogy a big trilogy now i guess people yeah you know are really interested in it and stuff and how they connect so it's like for this film to do it for a cloverfield film to just like trailer streaming boom here it is like that's pretty crazy especially because we didn't i mean like you said that was the first trailer right we didn't really know what was happening right. up until this point and then just they just dropped it on us yeah so that was cool but like the movie doesn't like i wouldn't it be so much cooler if they just i was so much more interested in this movie whenever they were discovering weird shit and weird shit was happening until they started yeah. like really getting into the you know the last 20 minutes of the film and just what what goes on and stuff i don't know it was still cool yeah, yeah. but they could have done it could have been better and could have been a little bit more scary or tense or i don't know um but i like i like all the people in it like schmidt was cool yeah uh he's like he's like the most his actor plays the most badass villain in the marvel universe in the movie so far in my opinion because he's just so do you remember him from like civil war oh yeah because he just does he's like a normal guy but he makes everything happen that was really (laughs) cool but yeah his character is cool is schmidt and uh mundy played by i can't i don't know that british guys yeah yeah he's he's funny he's in like the it crowd or whatever the show is uh he was funny but like things like like one of the things that everybody seemed to say and i noticed too like when he loses his arm and he just doesn't really care i mean he does but he doesn't yeah that's kind of weird he's like super quick to get over it right exactly he's like okay it's gone and i don't know i guess maybe kudos to him like it didn't hurt when it came off but he just (laughs) but like that was such a cool part of the movie like when he loses it I don't know. Like, yeah. It's super interesting, you know? I definitely like uh, when, when he's just like, when he says, that's my bloody arm. Uh-huh. Whenever it's crawling or whatever. Mm-hmm. He had some good I liked, one-liners. Uh, yeah. I, I liked some of the some of the weirdness. I, I like I, This is like another one of those movies that I just feel like had so much potential. And I, I say all this, again, I still liked it. I really did. Um, I think it's just one of, it's just so frustrating right yeah it is and frustrating for not necessarily like the potential i think most of it was executed right i just think too much was the little girl serves no purpose in this movie yeah i was really waiting for something to happen there me too and at one point they hint and i knew i wasn't alone in this they have that shot where they go from her oh yes to the yeah mia whatever jensen yeah yeah and like come on they're hinting something there right right. but that never paid off I don't know. Uh, what else? Oh, I was just going to ask you, though. I actually thought that Hamilton's, like, dilemma, like, the scene where she sees her kids alive in the other universe, to me, was like, fuck. It was a really, um, yeah, just, like, a really big moment. It was just, like, I was just like, fuck. Like, I don't know, I don't know how I would feel. Oh, I feel like her, right. probably. I'd want to see, I would want to see my kids that I killed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like um spoiler. I I like that like screenshot or I don't know what you want to call it where she's laying um with them on the screen and she like has her her hand on the screen. Oh yeah. Or it's like the, it's like the window that but she's watching mm-hmm. it as if, you know, as if it were a screen. I thought that was really just like a really cool shot. That I remember specifically that shot too being really cool. But um hey, give us more Cloverfield movies. We'll be all right. Isn't there already a confirmed release for like this year for number 4? It's either this year or next year, yeah. Okay. And it's like a has like a World War 2 setting. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I've seen some theories, of course. <laughs> That's what I love most about like the Cloverfield series is the mm-hmm. the theories. Yes. I mean, it's it's almost cooler for us to come up with things than what they actually show us on screen sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but Ten Cloverfield Lane um, was, was really good. I like that. Wait, what did you say? I just said Ten Cloverfield Lane was was a really good movie. Period. The other two, oh yeah, where they were, they were oh, good. Absolutely. But Ten, I, John Goodman's so good in that one. But enough yeah. about Cloverfield. We'll see. We'll see number four. All right. Um, let's see. We have got classic review. We went on for a while with what we watched this week, but we had a we lot did. of big movies. Um. So we'll talk about some some uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Well, we we both watched different um, entries in the series. Mm-hmm. So the before we, I guess we get into it, just so that things make sense when we you know we say them what we have seen haven't seen. Um, in the past week, I watched Evil Dead, the original nineteen eighty one, Evil Dead two, and Army of Darkness. Uh oh, well as well as Ash versus Evil Dead the first half of season one, which is what kicked off this whole idea for, for Brian and I to go back and watch Evil Dead, was Ash vs. Evil Dead is on Netflix, mm-hmm. season three is coming out soon. Um, so that was what I watched, and then, Brian, what all in the series did you watch? Um, I have seen... Oh, and I wanted to ask you, Evil Dead 2, Army Darkness, they were 87 and 91, weren't they, I think? Yeah. I know, yeah, because I think it's yeah five years and five years... Oh, whatever. Like, basically... Yeah. Right. That's okay. That's what I thought. And then, uh, yeah, this Ash vs. Evil Dead. Most recent. I watched. I watched Evil Dead. I watched the remake, the 2013 Evil Dead remake. And then I've seen the first episode because they're like 40 minutes long. I've seen the first yeah. episode of uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. What and what order did you watch them? Because I forgot I was going to mention that too. I started with Ash vs. Evil Dead and was like, oh shit, I actually want to go back and watch Evil Dead. Well, okay. So how much of Ash vs. Evil Dead, like? before you did that was it i wa- like i think i'm on episode five and i watched four episodes before okay and they're all like 40 minutes right i'm guessing or something yeah yeah or are they longer i don't know maybe they're an hour i don't remember but no uh, i don't think so I think it's it's 30 or 40 okay um yeah it's I watched, showtime right right which i yeah i didn't realize that either but that it was on netflix but it's on showtime um yeah i watched like the first like the first half of the first episode and uh, before I had watched the first one, but then it had been a long while. I did that a while ago. And I, so I watched Evil Dead, and then I wanted to watch that before the remake, obviously. So then I watched the remake, and then I went ahead and watched episode one, which is sort of having not watched two in Army of Darkness, there's definitely, you know, important things that happen to Ash and his, his body <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we both. We both saw Evil Dead then. Mm-hmm. 
what okay here's here's the thing that i kept thinking of when i was watching this movie what do you think if you were watching this movie when it first released you had no idea there were going to be any more of these movies would your opinion be any different than watching it now oh certainly like you're saying if if it was just like like because i think i get what you're saying because i wanted to say that this movie isn't like the greatest and just i don't know like if if i only watch the evil dead and nothing else i don't think i would care about ash or the evil dead yeah i think uh, maybe i could have worded that better i think i was like baiting you but that that was my opinion and that that was what i was trying to get at is like when i was watching evil dead the biggest thing that i kept thinking was like honestly if i was watching this even 10 years after it released and well okay i shouldn't say 10 years if i was watching this and didn't know they were planning on any sequels or anything like that i wouldn't i wouldn't have been worried about coming back to see another evil dead or whatever um and so for that reason, I'm kind of glad that I started with Ash versus Evil Dead because of what I watched so far, it was definitely the best. Like, I actually, I like Ash versus Evil Dead as a standalone show. Yeah, I, I think I agree. It's a good show because I, like, I wanted to watch it because of, I watched the trailer and I, I wanted to watch that rather than I knew about, I wasn't an Evil Dead fan. So I, I completely agree and I know what you're saying. And so I guess just moving into evil dead 2 and army of darkness i don't well okay before i move let's before i move on uh the the other big thing that i want to talk about with evil dead is we talked about practical effects a lot when we watched uh bad blood Mm -hmm. and wait that was the title right bad blood uh bad taste bad taste yeah okay anyways the practical effects in evil dead they were super fucking cool like it was i mean it was like gruesome and grisly as fuck but I really liked it. Yeah, the the specifically they use like claymation at the end of the Evil Dead, right? Like, it, I, I think like whenever <laughs> it's yeah. like when they're melting, like up until that point they don't. I don't think. I mean, it's just like makeup and stuff like that, and a lot, a lot of right. blood. But when yeah. he throws the book into the fire, I think they just like sort of melt from. They just went. F- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, was cool. that was weird. Yeah. I definitely um, have to remind myself that it's like a 1981 film watching it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. To not to not get mad at how like cheesy it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I kudos, kudos there were, to, to them though. Yeah, yeah. They definitely there was like some cool innovation, um, and this goes way back to when I was saying I wanted to mention something later about filming locations. Uh, so obviously like a lot of movies back then they only had enough money to film in one location that's why it all takes place in the cabin but uh the cellar the cabin they filmed that didn't have a cellar oh so what they did instead was they dug like a four foot hole in like in the cabin and then okay so their scenes literally were like bruce campbell is walking down into the cellar and he walks down right and it's it's like from the top um like is where the camera is so he's walking down and it's into this hole that they dug but then when it shows him from the bottom of the stairs and he's coming down it's actually in like an actual cellar that i think belonged to sam raimi it was in like michigan or something like that that's super interesting yeah and really cool so and i got one more effect and i want to go back to sam raimi real quick so another thing that i thought was pretty cool was like the scene where the camera flies in uh and the window breaks i don't know if you remember that like specifically Mm -hmm. 
But um, they they built this rig that was like a two by four that they put the camera on top of, and then another two by four coming off of it um, that extended like just past the camera. I don't oh, know if that makes cool. sense. It's easy for me to picture. I, I so can they, picture it. So yeah, so they run the 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 camera, you know, in like this whole contraption into the window. So the two by four like Breaks they it, actually right? broke this window just before you know the camera comes in. I just thought that was like so cool. That's super cool. We better get that shot right, huh? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, That's really cool. I don't, I don't, I'm sure there is innovation being used today that's like on the same level, but to hear about that and, you know, to see it back then, it's like, it's, it's just so cool. Well, like along with that shot, I wonder how many movies before this one had done the cool, the cool, like, like the way that they showed the spirit, the entity, anytime it moves, you know, or comes into uh-huh. somebody, the way that it's just like the camera flying through the woods. Like that's like the famous right. Evil Dead shot, right? I feel like that's in everything. The camera flying through as the entity. And yeah, yeah, totally. So I, I wonder if that was, you know, innovative, I guess, so to speak, or something. It, it was definitely cool camera work because I don't know. It's just fun. like Evil Dead just like had a lot to be desired in terms of like not a lot happens. Like I was kind of bored watching this sometimes yeah yeah but but it was cool i mean but speaking of you wanted to mention sam raimi it's yeah they uh, wasn't this this was like kind of their pet project they wanted to get done didn't they have to like raise money for this and they did like a something called within the woods short film yeah to raise yeah. money for this yeah this was kind of like his baby it took a long time to actually make too i don't remember how long um and then i saw i saw a little bit about like there were it took so long that some of the act- other actors like moved on to other projects, and so there's huh. a lot of shots that like they didn't get. And Sam Raimi, like Sam Raimi, is like, there's a shot um, in the car with like the group in the car, and Sam Raimi has a wig on, and he's actually playing one of the girls. <laughs> no, and just has like his head turned, so you can't see. And there's like some other shots where like it's his hand, but he's you know playing in one of the characters. That's funny. Yeah, and then I. Th- I don't know, like, I wonder because of the the time difference between Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, if if that kind of, like, carried on, if it, you know, was hard to make those other ones and took so long and mm-hmm. they had to do any other, like, whatever, figure the shit out. <laughs> but, um, so Sam Raimi, this is, this, when we did, like, our... our episode on like all the women of hollywood we were talking about all the connections and stuff and first of all it never clicked until like 15 minutes before we were recording that sam raimi is responsible for the first three spider-man yeah and i i totally forgot bruce campbell's also in all three no what he plays like yeah he he has like a a short cameo in each the only one i i can actually remember and like picture is in spider-man 2 uh they go to like the play or a dinner i can't remember which and he's like uh like a waiter uh who like shushes toby mcguire no way i didn't know that's funny. yeah because i was almost gonna yeah. ask like besides ash who like does bruce campbell do other things or is he just Dude, he's money in so ash? much he he's in an insane amount of stuff well then i, I just think put ash my foot is in my mouth. like well i i didn't realize that either until i went and looked i mean it's a lot of small stuff but he also has like a self-directed movie about his career oh um yeah so but i i feel like ash probably has to be like his like personal favorite you know that's like a lot of time 
between uh-huh. all of these projects to always come back and be like, yeah, I'm ready to be right. this, like, chainsaw-wielding dude again. Boomstick holding. He seems like he's having so much fun in Ash yeah. vs. Evil Dead, too. Yeah, I agree. Is, is Sam Raimi a part of that? Because, like, Evil Dead is Sam Raimi in it, Bruce Campbell. I, but the I only thing I see that he's credited for is writing, like, w- he's only listed as a writer for one episode. Hmm. I don't know, you know, I'm, I feel like he has to has his hands in there somewhere if i had to guess he probably has a producer credit too but that doesn't you know they yeah, he, throw yeah that. he does have right so who knows um and then the, honestly the only things i really had to say about evil dead 2 and army of darkness like <laughs> weird i don't want to get too much into them because they just they get more and more bizarre i don't think they're necessary to watch but they are fun. Like, if you really enjoy Evil Dead or if you really need more, like, if you watch all of Ash vs. Evil Dead and you need more, go back and watch Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Because Evil Dead 2, like, it gets more bizarre, but it still kind of holds true to, like, the Evil Dead right. story and vibe. Army of Darkness is, like, batshit crazy. <laughs> it's, like, it's... it's oh, and you mentioned this before we started recording, that it was an alternate title. is Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness. Which is interesting. It's not Ash. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, sh- I didn't even. <laughs> I mean, it's just interesting that, that he's he's now become like it's like who are we kidding? Bruce Campbell. Yeah, like, we don't, and, that, and that's exactly how the that's how the movie feels. Like it's like they just they just ran with it. You know what I mean? Like there's no <laughs> rules. We'll just make a movie with Bruce Campbell and a bunch of like undead. Right, the dead eyes from the. Yeah. It, it, from what I saw, it looks so bizarre. It is. It's very bizarre. I liked it. Like I, I, I had fun watching it. It's not. Uh huh. You know, it's not whatever. But it was fun. Well, that's the interesting thing about the Evil Dead series is that the first one is, not even by and large, just completely like a horror film. Like I don't think there is right. there any you know like humor, which is kind of like that's nineteen eighty one for you. Like there's not going to be a lot of like humor. Yeah. But uh, but it's yeah. not a, a dark comedy or a horror comedy. Evil Dead Two starts getting there, right, or kind of is, and then by Evil Dead Three or Army of Darkness and Asher's the Evil Dead, we're fully into horror comedy at that point, right. which is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Because I yeah. I think that's why there's such a big following. You know, like there's a lot of people like Evil Dead Two maybe the most, or just it's so different. And yeah, like without without the whole Evil Dead thing, it's just the first one is just so different, I guess. But yeah. Um. Well, I wanted to ask you, though, just about, about the first one really quick. It's kind of compared to these, though, too. And this is just something about older movies. It has so many what I call, like, honest shots. Like, there's something about the camera work and, like, you know, up to, like, maybe the early 90s where the shots are just so, like, what you see is what you get. Like, I mean, it's cool what they do yeah, with, like, yeah. the camera coming at them. But, I mean, I don't know. It just, I like, it's just, like they're just everything's just right there and there's not you know there's it's not too fancy and that's you know speaks to old movies in general but that's just something about this it's basically like a 70s movie yeah and it's, i totally agree and and um i think I, I kind of felt the same thing like the shot that comes to mind is at the very beginning when like the cars like rolling down the road towards the cabin or yes. whatever and i just i like in my head i was thinking like i feel like i've seen this shot in every <laughs> movie from like the late 70s or yes. early 80s you know and, all, exactly. and always like the you know the horror movies like um uh 
Last House on the Left and, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, I Spit on Your Grave. Like, those old movies, I was like, I've, I've just seen this. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned those two. I was literally just talking about these two movies and both the remakes yeah. with somebody. It's funny. But, uh, yeah, so, and, but and you know, it, it definitely, by 19, uh, what, what do you say, 91 for Army of Darkness, it's yeah. different. It's It feels oh, like yeah. a 90s film and <laughs> certainly. Yeah. I mean, plot-wise, it's different, but shot-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is your favorite of those three? Well, of those... Of of those three, I would say Evil Dead, the original. But Army of Darkness is, like, just because of, like I said, how, like, fun it is. And and it's... The other thing that's really cool is, like, Bruce Campbell, like, really just embraces the the Ash (laughs) character. Seriously. And how... So, it's... It's so close, you know what I mean? It, because they're almost like they're almost like different genres at that point, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, so it's it's Evil Dead with a very close second, Army of Darkness. What is e- what is Evil Ash like? Um, it's it's so bizarre and like tiny the tiny Ash tiny Ash is is so bizarre. Oh, I need to watch these. I, I like I'm going to. I am sooner than later downloading Army of. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2, and I will be doing that. Yeah. Like, it's it's cool because, like I said, they, like, they fully embrace the character, you know? They didn't right. try and play, uh, you know, they just went full bore, went for it. <laughs> um, So, Evil Dead, the remake, though, yeah. I want to hear about that because I haven't seen it, and I don't know if it ties into the other ones or how it does. There's some... Okay, I'll try to keep this brief. Um, is it literally a remake? That's my first question. So it's considered like a soft reboot, kind of. Um, okay. Like reboot, reboot implies to me that they're they're gonna start another like Evil Dead two or something, but that's not. It's just like a you know, because it's considered the fourth in the the franchise. Like I guess the fourth film, kind of like twenty five percent Evil Dead four, maybe seventy five percent a remake of the first one. Um, okay. Because there's like parts. Like the the premise is like not the same as um, just them going to a cabin and reading from the book or having a tape recorder read it and then unleashing the darkness. Like they well they're there because one of the characters is a heroin addict and they're trying to keep her away from like the city and stuff. And, oh. And so yeah, that's it's like a, so that's a whole different interesting thing. But yeah, excuse me. Overall, I liked this film. I actually thought it was a good remake, um, which is surprising. Yeah. Uh, you know not too many remakes is Bruce Campbell is he in it at all so he makes a post credits appearance where oh, sure. he he says I I just know that as he says the word groovy like that's his thing right I think oh okay he's yeah like, he's, I forget in what context so I just know he's like it's groovy and it's like a silhouette kind of it's obviously him that's the only uh-huh. way that he makes an appearance though otherwise he's not in it there's some cool tie-ins um one of them is she Said the the only girl that ends up living in the end. Spoiler alert: the heroin addict. She uh, uh-huh. kills the demon version of her, or whatever, with a chainsaw to the face, and she says, "Swallow this bitch," which is uh-huh. what yeah. he says, right? Or he says something similar. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's like a throwback. There's some other things, but I don't know the. What I'm getting from this is like, if you find a book made of skin, like, don't read from it. <laughs> I like why. <laughs> I don't know, man. It could be pretty interesting. I, yeah, that's true. Um, um, do you ha- do you remember when the the remake came out? Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, I wondered because Astro's Evil Dead. I know it started in twenty fifteen, and so I wonder mm. if when the remake, you know, when they first started, if 
they knew that they were going to do a series. Yeah, that's a good point. Or but... what, but that's either way like it's kind of cool and I, I can remember like there's a couple guys that i worked with that when astros evil Dead was first announced they were like oh my god i can't believe it this is fucking awesome and i, I was like wow these guys are really excited about this like maybe i should check it out and then i, I just never got around to it uh-huh and then like i said i just started watching astros evil dead just because whatever i just want to see right. what it was about and uh I, I don't know it's it's a very weird it's it's cool i like it it's very weird though it's super interesting comparing like old bruce to like the ash vs. evil dead bruce i don't know he's like from the yeah. very first evil dead like his character doesn't do too much but he's still right him. right <sighs> yeah i definitely like i i i like i think that ash versus evil dead is the best ash or is my favorite ash like yes certainly he, same because okay it's not as insane at least from what i've watched so far it's not as insane as army of darkness but right he's also not as like tame as evil dead like he's still ash you know he still has like his one-liners and things like that right he seems like he's like a little toned down from army of darkness like you said um like in a good way but he they keep like the source though right i mean at its core it's evil dead not army of darkness yeah yeah in terms of like he's fight i mean i've only seen the first episode though i just know that he's fighting the evil dead because he gets stoned and reads from the book of the dead (laughs) yeah and um it's funny like again from what i've watched so far uh they he only he just very slightly acknowledges like that all of those things have happened in the past Mm -hmm. you mean like he it's it's not like he's like it's not like they're trying to not include them but it's just like very like subtle mentions of it and i'm like motherfucker you went to middle evil medieval times and came back and like like, you like swallowed many yous and killed evil yeah there is in the first episode he does say like he's like 30 years ago me and my friends went to a cabin and i got i got the book i basically just explaining how he gets the book or whatever right i'm actually pretty excited to like keep watching this because if it's like him just fighting different like in the first episode he fights like his old evil neighbor he fights like the creepy little doll like it seems like it's gonna be a good ride i've watched i've watched far enough to where there was like the first i guess what i would call like the first big villain or like Mm -hmm. like villain that lasts more than like a few episodes right and um it makes me more excited because it's not like um it doesn't seem like there's one for like the season you know not like a superhero show where there's like one villain throughout the whole season or whatever like it just seems like it's just like maybe little mini series within the season of just ash against the evil dead i didn't watch dexter is there something similar to how he would go there'd be like one serial killer he couldn't find but he's still doing his thing or did they did you watch dexter i guess i probably should have asked that no mckenzie watched all of dexter i watched the first two seasons and it was like each season was was a killer that he was after with the exception of like a couple kind of like there's like a couple stories that go um that like interweave between seasons okay but for the most part it was just one serial killer per season was this already where the ending had come out of dexter and you heard it was shit and you stopped or did you just not like the show well both <laughs> i i no, i liked the show um something came out and i can't remember what something released like while i was in the middle of it and i was like nah, fuck this i gotta watch <laughs> i just don't remember what it was uh-huh. 
That's funny. Uh, but so there's that's cool to know though that there's gonna be like because it's interesting. I never really thought about who could be a main villain to him. Like there's the Deadites keep coming at Ash, and whatever. But like what? Because I, I, I don't care if you like spoil it necessarily. Like what kind of main villain is it? Is it like a main Deadite or is it how is it? Do they do it? Yeah, it's it's kind of a main Deadite. It's like this fucking weird blue thing that like. Um, it's hard to explain. Like, it's almost like 3D. It's actually really cool. Like, you, you'll see what I mean. Like, the effect they use. Okay. Like, it's like multiple versions of it. I don't know how to explain it, really. But, um, yeah, it's just one that kind of, like, is reoccurring, I guess. And they they have a hard time, like, tracking it down and killing it. Okay. I see what you're saying. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I like what I've seen have, so far. I'm excited for me more. Me, too me having there was a few like in the first episode like i love when he grabs his chainsaw arm i loved at the yeah oh yeah that's and that's one thing that having not seen evil dead 2 I, I specifically looked up the scene because that's like an important that's such an important part of him is having a chainsaw arm <laughs> right <laughs> I, I feel like i had to look up the scene where his arm gets possessed because of his, his girlfriend's head bites him his girlfriend's yeah. uh lopped head dude okay i'm sorry i watched that scene uh, a little bit where her chain her body comes with a chainsaw without the oh head. yeah that was that was bizarre that was something else too i was yeah, like i was. was laughing at that and then he get that soon after is the scene i think where he goes into the laughing fit in the room the deer's laughing at him and everything's laughing and that was actually fucking weird too but i i yeah i want to see it but anyway so i was like that scene was cool in the first episode where he gets the chains of arm and then the guy's like how do you feel being back he's like groovy and i was like all right cool i'm in i'm ready to watch this um yeah i really quickly i want to circle back to the remake and just say though that if you if you haven't seen the first Evil Dead, it's still a good horror movie. So actually, like I, I recommend people okay. like it's it's scary, like it's actually uh-huh. good scary at parts. There's a couple good jump scares, and it's also really like gory. Like it does a good homage to the goriness of the first one. Um, uh-huh. I guess without without being torture porn. So overall, right. like it's a good film beyond the remake too. So I I pretty much enjoyed all of the Evil Deadness that I watched. Yeah, me too. I'll have to check out the remake. Yeah, I don't have to check out those other two. So, that's it for classic review. I feel like we talked we talked about um, a lot of Evil Dead stuff like in a short amount of time, but <laughs> I, it's I feel like how much more could you really talk about a movie where like a a bunch of tiny versions of another man come out of his mouth? <laughs> like, Still um, awesome. and, let's and again, the first see. one just doesn't have a lot of substance. Period. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Um, what's coming up? Let's round out the show here. We'll talk about what's coming up this week, what's releasing this Friday. There's actually only two. Um, but the first one is Annihilation. Did you see the trailer for this? Uh, like a while ago, I saw a teaser, I think. Yeah, same here. I don't really remember a whole lot. But anyways, it has uh, Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, uh, who I think plays the main character, and then Jennifer Jason Leigh. Uh, let's see. Seeking answers to the whereabouts of her husband, a biologist joins a group of women on a dangerous expedition to a place known only as Area X. Area X is like no other, surreal, beautiful, and extremely dangerous, where the laws of nature no longer apply. Now, it's directed by Alex Garland. Uh, I was talking about this. Ex Machina was like his last really big project. So for that, I'm excited for this. I don't remember the trailer really like blowing me away though, or making me feel like I was like compelled to go see this. Why do I like vaguely remember Natalie Portman in like a spacesuit walking? Somewhere? Yeah, that's 
and and that's like the um like on all social media that's kind of the the ad or whatever it's just this picture okay. of just natalie portman in like a, a space suit okay i've seen that then so i don't know i guess we'll see the thing with ex machina was like that didn't get a whole lot of buzz until after it was out for a little while uh, yeah I mean, like not a lot of like mainstream i guess but then it, it was didn't like, have, like a huge audience you gotta go see it it's like what i heard. right yeah <laughs> it was like oh the fucking dance scene I, <laughs> um <laughs> and then the other one that we have is game night which you talked about this a little bit um on our our uh 2018 upcoming yeah exciting directed by john francis daly uh stars uh, and it only lists three actresses but like there's so many Mm -hmm. jason bateman rachel mcadams kyle chandler Uh, a group of friends who routinely get together for game night find themselves playing for real stakes when they become part of an actual murder mystery so there's a new trailer okay is there yeah yeah there's a newer trailer that has like i think just maybe one or two extra scenes but I think you know what maybe it was a red band trailer though because I I remember like overall it was a lot funnier than the the other trailer which I liked but it was even funnier than the one I saw before see this is one of those where like you had you mentioned it like oh I saw I think I saw a trailer for that and I was like oh shit there's a trailer I didn't realize I think how early it was coming out when I put it on my list because then I watched the trailer and it was definitely like I thought it was going to be something different and I, I like John Francis Daly and like what he has directed so far so uh-huh. I, know, I thought I thought I was gonna like it more until I saw the trailer, and then I was like, "Oh, it's kind of, you know, your run-of-the-mill comedy. It's not anything. It looks like it's gonna be maybe too special." But so I don't know if it would have made my list had I seen the trailer. But I, I I will go check out the other trailer now. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it looks like. Um, well, I'm actually surprised. Like it looks like something that would be like a summer, like a summer blockbuster mm. comedy or whatever. Yeah. But What's, uh, uh, Kyle Chandler, you said, uh, is that the name? Yeah. Is he the guy that, if, if I feel like everybody would know once you see him, but you don't know necessarily. He's got like the dark hair, and he's kind of like, do you know who that is? Uh, let's see. Here. Oh shit! Yeah. See, okay. he's that yeah. guy that you don't know the name of, but as soon as you see him. Yeah, Bloodline. Bloodline might have been the show that I stopped watching Dexter for. <laughs> Honestly, funny. I. But yeah. I'll, he is like he's such a like i don't want to say like generic looking guy but he's just like he, a, is. he just looks like you're like a he's like the model american citizen <laughs> i don't know i like that i like him a lot though yeah he I isn't do. he i don't know if you know or not but he he i think he's the one who like hosts the party yes that's my understanding of it yeah but um yeah. Oh, 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 hold up. What is this? USA Today. Kyle Chandler takes a beating and wins at comedy in game night. Is there already reviews out for this? Oh. But I don't know. that was a good one. I don't want to get into right? it I'm without reading the whole thing. <laughs> and now Anyways, we read new I hope, reviews. I hope it does well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now we just reread <laughs> what someone else wrote for USA Today. <laughs> okay. So. Um, just as a quick recap, talked a lot about what we watched this week, most notably three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and um, Cloverfield Paradox. Then we talked about the Evil Dead, Asher's Evil Dead, the Evil Dead original, the Evil Dead remake, the um, very bizarre Evil Dead 2, and even more bizarre Army of Darkness. And that was pretty much it. And we talked about what, now we're here. So, right, now we're to this point. But, but wait a second. Wait a second. 
I have one more. Jeremy, which one of these is filmed in Florida? Was it Sunshine State oh. or the pen- the penis-shaped state? The penis-shaped state? <laughs> which one of those movies Wait was filmed second. in Florida? Wait a second. That would be the perfect ruse to call it the penis-shaped state, but it's actually filmed in Canada. Whoa. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> um, I, I think it was. I don't know. I Okay, perfect. I win. Um, <laughs> that is all I have. Brian, did you have anything else? No, I think that's it. Alrighty. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, as always. Um, I don't really have anything else. Brian, you want to sign oh. us off? Well, oh, is this the episode that we... Is this the episode that we made it, right? Was Is seven the... They usually stop? Or was it... Or did we well, get yes. To yeah. Let's talk we about that. Episode 7, 30% of podcasts fail before they get – it's actually before they even make it to seven episodes. But okay. I didn't think it would be fair to acknowledge it in the seventh episode. Right. So now we can officially say we made it. So we made it. Kiss our asses, suck our dicks. We're motherfucking gonna, rock stars. You're going to have to keep listening to us. Right. We are rock stars that only have two reviews on iTunes, both written by us. Woo. <laughs> At this point, I'll take a negative review. No, I won't. Yeah, I think I would too. I can, I can deal with three stars. I'll take it. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us. Leave us a review on iTunes, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. See ya.